0: Hi, it's your coach Joe Lucas, and I guess welcome to the last week of January. You know, this week I'm actually on strategic, uh, working on a new uh, teams and leadership program, and uh, then jetting off uh, to Atlanta to uh, see one of my platinum partners and to host a Magellan strategic day. But that's not what this video or podcast is about. Um, yesterday, I started to receive uh, like a lot of emails congratulating me on my work anniversary. And I'm like, you know, I got my head down, uh, working on some stuff yesterday. And uh, so I go into my LinkedIn profile, and lo and behold, according to LinkedIn, it's my 24th, uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, was my 24th anniversary of founding International Performance Group and coaching financial advisors. And I said, wow. And, and you know, I kind of lost track of that, quite frankly. And and so I thought what we do today is you know, kind of be a little random here, but I said, you know, if I was being interviewed uh, on my anniversary, you know, what what have I learned in the last 24 years? And just so everybody's very clear, I only work with financial advisors, financial planners, financial consultants. That's it. I don't play around with doctors and lawyers and CPAs and things like that. This has been my soul space for those 24 years. And... You know, I really thought about it. I said, well, what does that, you know, how does that equate, right, to what uh, what I call one of my metrics, right, one of my KPIs? And, you know, it literally roundabout because I'm sure there's some kind of here and there, but basically on my calculations and what notes I have and what records I keep, it equates to over 55,000 individual 30 minute coaching calls. That's the way I work 30 minutes in and out. We're not talking about any group work or you know um, speaking, we're talking about 55 individual one-on-ones or small teams in terms of coaching work. And that, that blew me away. And and say, so what I learned, you know, because when you're and I'm in a trench suit, so here's the thing real quick. Um, I have no desire, no plan. I you know, I don't, i mean, I'll speak when I need to. If somebody invites me to go speak, I'll speak and I'll always speak the truth. Um, but I'm not out there kind of pumping books and, and, you know, running around doing like, you know, um, you know, keynotes and stuff like that. I am literally in the trenches with my clients and I've been so for 24 years. And, and the reason why I do that is I love the relationships. You know, it's uh, it's very interesting for me. Um, I've never looked at a client as a client. I've looked at them as a human being. I've looked at them in, in need of help or guidance, right? Or breakthrough. And I've always kind of operated that way. Um, you know, I have this fatal flaw, which is I want to help everybody. And I know some of you are like that, right? And you got to balance the kind of uh, nonprofit side, right, with uh, making sure you take care of yourself. And, and so I really thought about, you know, when I started my career, you know, it was in lower Manhattan. Um, you know, I, here we go, right? You know, my business card had my pager on it. And I had a calling card. It was an MCI. I don't know why I just remember that. An MCI calling card. I think that's what it was. And literally, there were pay phones, right? Because, you know, cell phones were very expensive, and they were very big and bulky, and, well, they didn't work real well. And and I just remember that. And I remember, the mo- I remember the industry was all about trades, dropping tickets. I mean, there were some early adapters out there, but financial planning, for the most part, was for the super wealthy, right? Because, you know, we're just here to make money in the markets, right? Beat the markets. Do a trade. And, you know, here we are 24 years later and, you know, it, it's literally inverted, right, where I believe we're planning-centric or need to be planning-centric. And the concept of dropping tickets is, is you know, like vinyl records. I mean, they're still around to some degree, right, um, but they're definitely not mainstream. I think also what it takes to be a financial advisor today is very different than it was 24 years ago. And I think this is why a lot of you still struggle in maybe the second half or the, the fourth quarter of your careers. You know, when this was transactional based, it was about research, it was about the pitch, um, it was about, you know, um, we relied on two basic human emotions. Uh, greed, you know, you wanna make money, right? Fear, if you don't do this, you're gonna miss out, right? And, and so, you know, we, as an industry, we kind of relied on that to drive transactions, to drive tickets. And, you know, humans are not, you know, we're evolving as a species, but we're not evolving that fast. So those, st- those two same uh, dynamics still exist. Fear and greed—they just manifest differently now because now we do, you know, uh, portfolio management and plans and, and holistic planning and asset allocation. Uh, but the same principles still apply. The one thing that's been constant though in my twenty-four years is that you know I always say this is the ultimate people business. Uh, this is the ultimate personal development business, right? And that has been true for the 24 years that I've been doing this, and God willing, when I'm here on my 50th anniversary, um, we'll probably be doing some hologram 3D stuff by then. Um, those rules will still apply. It'll still be the ultimate people business, it'll be the ultimate personal development business. So, if that's the case, why isn't every advisor wildly successful based on their determination what success is, right? So. I don't sit there and say, if you're not doing extra or failure, because I have people that make a quarter million dollars working out of their house and they're wildly successful. And I run across people that make a couple million dollars a year with a big office, big things, big this, and they're totally miserable. So you know what? I don't have a, it's this or that, right? It's, it's you gotta wake up every day comfortable in who you are, right? That you know who you are and you know why you do what you do. And more importantly, you know the value you create with others because you know this industry suffers from a, a confidence crisis, an identity crisis, because as we evolve now, right? Well, what are we? You know, are we, are we? You know, robo's coming in and all this AI stuff, and what's going to disappear? And and so, you know, I have a very unique place in the industry because I play in a lot of different segments and I see a lot of things. I see trends a lot of times before maybe a lot of other people do. And look, first off, is this: we are not going to be AI. We're not going to be roboted out of the industry. You know, human beings. Look, look here's the reality: human beings need human beings to interact with. We are still a culture of tribes. That is in our DNA, right? You know, you, nobody gets locked in a room or in a cave. Back, 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 Glenn. Right? So we are still going inter- to interact with people. The difference is that we're going to have this real technology chassis bolted on. And for a lot of you, that scares you because you're not exactly tech comfortable, right? And so you resist it, right? And you ration, re rationalize it, right? Well, it's not going to happen, all that. Well, that's a fad. And here's the thing. The early adopters are already in, so they're gone. I mean, that happened like in the last five years. It's time now for you to kind of get with the program. Because if you don't get the program, you're going to be at a real competitive disadvantage, okay? Very important. Um, you know, I think over the next five years that our industry will change more in the next five years than it did in the last 15 years. And it changed a lot. Um, you have two things happening, which I think are interesting from my perspective. Uh, you have the boomers retiring, and you have a lot of advisors exiting the industry. So you know, simple math, a lot of money in motion, right? A lot of opportunities. You know, last year, uh, twenty seventeen, uh, we added it up. Finally, finally got the final numbers of everybody, and we blew the doors off of asset acquisition last year. All my clients across the board, everybody, you know, for the most part, everybody had you know record or near record year. Some people just blew it, blew it way out, and you know, here we are in the end of January of a new year, and it hasn't abated. In fact, if anything, it's probably accelerated. So, you know, you've got to decide what mindset you want to have. You know, you're going to sit there and, and be in scarcity mode, and survival mode, and, or you're going to be in abundance and opportunity mode, because, you know, there's two columns here, and that's it. You know, there's not this third thing here. So you're either in abundance, opportunity mode, or you're in scarcity, survival mode. That's it, there's two boxes, period. And let me say this, if you're not conscious you will end up with one that you may not like, right? Now, when I said a minute ago, this is the ultimate personal development business, what I mean is basically you, right, me. We are, see, here's a, here's a dirty little secret. There's not a lot, there's not much difference between what you do and I do, right? At the end of the day, what's our, what's our, what's our primary cause? What's our primary goal? To improve people, to improve the lives of people, to make them better, to make your situation better, right? To move the needle. Now, I do it with you, right? Making your business better, elevating you. Because if I make you and your business better, guess what? You can serve at a higher level. You can give back at a higher level. You're happier at a higher level. That's my purpose, you know? That's what I do. This industry chose me, I didn't choose it. It's just one of those random things in life, right? But I've amassed a knowledge base over 55,000 coaching sessions in 24 years that I don't think anybody in the industry has. Look, I'm not knocking any of my colleagues. What I do, I do at a very, very deep level, and I do it massively, right? What you need to get around, a lot of you, is that you are the challenge and you are the solution for your own situation. And it's it's about being uncomfortable. The one thing that I've learned over these last couple years, so again, I'm always evolving, right? I'm always rethinking things. Is that being, you know, we as human beings, most of us crave comfort. We crave certainty, right? We crave these things. And in our industry, here's kind of what it looks like sometimes. Um, It can look like I make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, I'm kind of comfortable, but I'm bored, you know, because you're not going after anything, because you accept of being comfortable, right? What I tell people today is, look, if you want to grow, if you want to elevate, if you want to achieve in this industry, or I think in life in general, you have to be willing to get uncomfortable. Now, it doesn't mean you have to go be crazy, but you have to be willing to get outside your comfort zone. And, you know, when you're younger, I think, and this may be a bias, but this is what I believe, I think as you're younger, you're not as locked into those comfort zones because you don't have that much life experience, right? So it's a little easier. As we get a little older, it kind of becomes, you know, kind of the norm. And we can get locked into it pretty easily. And in our industry, it's kind of a sinister thing because you're still making money, you're still paying your bills, you're kind of still doing things, but you're not going for it. It's not, you know, there's no excitement, right? And when there's no excitement, we get bored, we start looking around, and we stop doing things, you know. And then the next thing you know, you created a job for yourself, a boring job, now you're still making money. But we're not going after because you don't have a higher cost. Here's the thing, if you're waking up in the morning, trying to figure out how am I gonna make money today? How am I gonna drop some tickets today? What client or prospect can I call and sell, right? You will probably be that way for the rest of your career. And for some of you, that's where you've been your entire career. And by the way, that's a clue, maybe we should think about shifting something, right? I look at success today in this industry, it's really about the service of others. You know, we, we are so wrapped up in our own stuff. And I mean this, I mean, I, I get emails from, I, mean, I, I look, look, I read and I scan all the industry stuff out there, right? And man, if you just read our industry stuff, you would think like this is everything that goes on in the world, right? And at the end of the day, it's not, right? But again, you know, certain organizations have to make it that way. That's why they pay their bills, right? So sensationalizing things and making your eyeballs. Look, all of us are totally overloaded with email and messaging and things like that. Right? It's what it is. Especially, I think in this industry, I mean, email is ridiculous between wholesalers, companies, corporate, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, people that sell you stuff. It's crazy, right? And it's all this noise, and it's easy to get caught up in that noise if you for- if you don't know what your core function is. You're there to help other human beings. Core core, deliverable, primary objective, if you like, right? But if you don't take care of you, and if you don't have a vision, and if you don't have a, a higher cause, why would you want to get up early? You know, uh, I'm writing this little note right now. I, I don't know when I'm going to release it. I'm still kind of meandering through it. I get asked, I say, Joe, what's a typical day for you? And I really thought about it. I said, well, maybe I'll write, and I'm going to post this on LinkedIn, by the way, uh, a day in the life, and I'm going to take one of my tactical coaching days and literally Go item by item from 5.30 a.m. to about 9 p.m. and what that all looks like. And, it's, you know, I started to kind of write it out a little bit. And uh, it's pretty intense, you know, conversations I have. Uh, for, for those clients, I'm going to make sure your names are off so don't worry about, you know, we're not going to broadcast anything. Um, and, you know, at the end of everything, it, it boils down to you decide. You have to feel or you have to have a belief that you decide your future. You know, you decide your destiny here. Um, I will say this. It's not for lack of opportunity. So if any of you are watching and listening to me and, like, you're frustrated, you know, here we are in New Year at the end of the first month, and you're already frustrated again, right? Because you're not meeting your expectations. Maybe it's time for a shift. Maybe you need to think differently. And let me say this also. I think a lot of you suffer in models and platforms. And what I mean by that is, you know, Wirehouse versus uh, IBD versus RAA. Here's what I'd say you know, if you're, if you're waking in the morning knowing you're not in the right place, suck it up, figure it out, get in the right place. Life is too short to suffer, okay? And I'm not sitting here saying, and I'm not here to say one's better than the others because I've got clients in all three. So I'm not going to sit there and say A versus B versus C. I'm saying this if you're not happy where you are, change where you are, right? because it's not going to change. You're not going to wake up one day and and be from miserable to utopia in the same in the same facility in the same environment. It will not happen. And all you're going to do is squander time. Right? I've seen it in my 24 years. I've never and I could say this with absolute congruency. I've never had anybody change their environment, change their model, change their platform from channel to channel to channel that way. I've never had anybody regret that, never. In Fact, the common theme is I should have done it way sooner. So take that under advisement for those of you who need to, you know, get your head around that. And I guess the other piece too is, you know, we want to help others, but we also can't be a nonprofit. And I think a lot of you suffer from that. I know some in the past, from time to time, I've kind of gotten that affliction, right, where you just want to help, and so what happens is you help, but then you don't value yourself. And that's a very, in this industry, very dangerous combination. Because you'll end up doing a lot of work for people who sometimes like, who sometimes really appreciate it, for sometimes they don't. And you're not compensated for your time. And I want to reiterate the one resource that we all have in limited amounts is time. You know? you got to make sure that if you're going to spend several hours with somebody, that it's a win-win relationship, right? Otherwise, you're going to operate as a nonprofit. And look, and that's your goal, and that's your whole business model. I give you a lot of credit, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but then accept that, right? That you're not gonna make a ton of money, or a lot of money, or you're gonna be kind of in that zone, right? If that's what you want. But if, not, but if that's not what you want, then you've gotta value yourself. And you know, I've always said this, your business is a reflection of your psychology. Your business is a reflection of your mindset. And that's that's the beauty, see the, the beautiful thing I love working in this space, I Can look at somebody's business and I know who the person is by how their business is, and what do we all what do all of you try to do? Because here come the practice management people, and here come the silver bullet salesmen. Right? We've got this great, I hear, I still hear it today. I got they there's this list of you know qualified investors, there's this list. Of people that are unhappy with their current advisor, you know, and like we think, oh man, that list is going to change. going to change my life, right? Or this new seminar program is going to change my life, right? Or this new drip marketing system. Now the big thing is, oh, internet marketing. Man, I got to get me around to some internet marketing because that's going to change everything, right? I still think the jury's out on that. I got some clients playing with Facebook ads and playing with some things here, uh, primarily to fill workshops, right? Uh, to do events like that. But we're not selling stuff; we're giving stuff away. Come, come, hear me talk, right? Uh, so that's interesting, right? But man, there's some companies out there that, boy, if you're not, you know, if you're not out there, you know, uh, you know, on the internet selling stuff and doing, you know, internet marketing, man, you're missing the boat. Haven't seen it, you know? This the greatest seminar thing. Haven't seen it because at the end of the day, if you're looking to saw, if you're looking to fix your business by fixing your business, you're looking in the wrong place. This is what I've learned over 24 years. And there's nothing wrong with us. So let me be very clear. I'm not, I'm not trying to disparage the practice management people out there or anything like that. I mean, they 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 are part of an equation. But they are they are the you know, they are not the entree. They're maybe the appetizer, maybe the condiment. The entree is your own mindset. That's where it all starts and stops, right? And I think a lot of you, what you do is you try to buy your way out of misery. So you'll go do this, and I've seen this, right? And we can go back to um, uh, audio business cards, right? Um, To DVD called Business Cards, right? You go get them, got 300 of them, right? Here they are stacked on the wall. Don't even send them out, right? Uh, You write books. You do all this stuff. And because you think at the end of the day, that's what I need. And what you need, what you really need is look in the mirror every morning and like what you see and be comfortable with it. The best advice I can give anybody in this space right? Systems are important. Processes are important. KPIs are important. But even if I took everything that's important there and stacked it on the scale, like the scale of justice, right? And I put your mindset on the other side, it not, it's not even close. It's like lead and feathers. It's not even close. So what I'm going to say before we wrap up today, I know I'm kind of random and you know, I guess I'm just kind of you know, grabbed a cup of coffee this morning, got up and realized that I've been doing this now for 24 years, is you know, I don't care if you're one year in the business or 35 years in the business or 40 years in the business, you, know, you have 100% of your career left. And the beauty of our space is you know, we're not airline pilots. We don't have to retire at any mandatory age. Uh, I've got clients in their 70s who are vibrant, who are kicking ass, doing things right. And so, you know, I don't care if you're 50 or 60, you can have another 25-year run in this thing if you want it, if your health holds up, right? Um, So you've got to decide, how do you want your last years, the last decades, the last whatever, how do you want it to define you? See, for me, um, I've already made a decision, a conscious decision, that I am going to coach 50 years in this space, 50. So based on LinkedIn's math, right, I've got another 26 years to go. So I'm at halftime, right? And, and I know that my second half of my career is going gonna, like, gonna to blow the doors off the first half. Because I think the first half was like training, right? Learning, 55,000 individual sessions, getting all, getting all that knowledge, right? All those experiences, right? And, and look, everybody in the space needs a coach. And I'm not applying for the job. You know, I've got a very good practice. I'm boutique I work pretty much on referral, um, and I'm very happy. But here's what I will say: find somebody you resonate with, right? A human being. So don't get caught up in the big company, you know, you know, the coaching thing, and it's all about processes. If, if they don't, if they look at you as an account, and they don't give a shit about you as a human being, you'll get some, you know, you get some cool things it won't be the game changer for you. It just won't. You know, I've got clients that have been with me 23 years. Two guys in New Jersey. You know, clients like four and five, I swear to you, right? We were in diapers together. We sent our kids off to college together. It's amazing, right? You don't get that kind of, you know, you don't get that kind of depth of relationship by just screwing around, right? Think about that, you have to reinvent yourself. Right? you got to keep adding value. Look, nobody stays with me because I'm boring them to death. People stay with me because I'm always out there in the front line. Here's where, we can, here's where we need to be in five years. Here's where we need to be in five years. Here's what we need to start thinking. Here's what our beliefs need to be. Right? You get out there, you get out there, you get out there. So go find somebody like that. Sign somebody you can really connect with, that you resonate with. Quite frankly, who's going to care about you as a person and a business. Not just how many coaches, how many slots. And here's the other thing if they got to sell you hard to work, if they got to sell you hard on signing up, it's probably not the right group to be with. Because I believe what we do, what I do, I can't sell it. You either see the value when I produce, you get to know me, you say, this is the guy that's going to help me get across the goal line, or he's not. Pretty simple stuff, right? But make a decision. You want to just make some money, and that's okay. Then that's okay. But if this resonated with you today, and you want to go ahead and and really do something magical, masterful, really leave leave a legacy, make a huge difference, have thousands of people come to your funeral, right? If that's important to you, that's for me. That's my, you know, that's my thing. When I'm gone, I want to be missed. I want there to be a hole in my in the space where I am. Right? Cuz that mean I, that means to me I've lived a meaningful life. I've had impact with people. That's what I want. What do you want? Thanks for listening. I'll be here for the next 50 years. 25 years.